G'day punters, welcome back to another Black Bookers podcast here. We're going to look at racing across the country on the 20th of February. It was a good day for members on Saturday. Um, we had a positive five unit result. There were a couple of sick close misses also, which could have made the day even better, but that's punting. You win some and you lose some. If you want to join up, head to hogsmail.com.au. Um, and we've got a special foundation member running for one more week. So jump on this week if you're keen to follow. Only $20 a month. Let's dive into the Caulfield meeting first. And race one, San Huberto was only first up and raced in a nice position behind the speed. Dashed away nicely on cornering, had to carry a big weight and was only run down by defibrillate. Um, did jump out well prior to today also, um, so it's one I'm certainly keen to follow. It's two for two when second up, so San Huberto, I'm happy to follow going forward. In that race also, Dawson Diva was a play, got a nice running transit, but did over race a little in the middle stages, had no luck in the straight, was heavily checking off heels at the 300 meter mark eased around those heels late and worked to the line well. So it's had a couple of unlucky runs now, just can't seem to strike that luck at a crucial stage. So might try and give that horse one more chance if it strikes a suitable race. The big flashing light out of the race was clearly Aussie Nugget. Missed the start by four lengths, was unlucky in the straight, getting held up and charged late the last 200 metres, running the race faster split. It's likely going to come up quite short next start, so probably not one I'm going to jump in on as it is one that gets back in the field. In race two, Oxley Road was the best bet of the day and it delivered nicely. It jumped well, was able to lead and dictate. In the straight was a little green wandering around, so it can certainly improve its race manners. It was an easy win, looks to possess some talent. Um, and I'm certainly keen to, to keep on following it. It's now won its first two starts in a row. In race four, Moonlight Maid was a good last in this race. I was first up today off a, a decent spell and when the sprint went on at the corner was just dropped, um, but she was able to run the race fastest last 400 meters and 200 meters, really getting warm late, hitting the line strongly. It was certainly a good return. Might need just one more run before hitting her peak, but looks to have returned well after having a couple of jump outs prior to Saturday also, um, with the most recent one of those showing a nice turn of foot. So I think she can certainly be followed going forward. In race six, the Futurity, Probabile and Arcadia Queen certainly showed their class and was way too good. Um, there were a few disappointing runs in behind with no vet abnormalities post-race. The likes of Ole Kirk, Crosshaven. I thought Behemoth was given absolutely every possible and was quite plain and disappointing. So you'd think Probabil and Arcadia Queen are the two you definitely want to be taking out of that race into the All-Star Mile. Um, but obviously there'll be a few more coming from elsewhere as well to challenge in that race. 
in the Blue Diamond, race seven, Finance Tycoon was a play on the day and it was a good, honest effort there. Just got nabbed late by Animo on the line. That was one of our sick misses. You know, I was paying six, seven dollars the place there. Um, but Artorius absolutely sprouted wings late. It was full of running through the line and it's certainly going to be hard to hold out going forward. You think this horse is going to be suited over some longer trips. So we interesting to see what they do with him. Ingratiating, had the blinkers on, nice running transit and was certainly a sound effort into second. Uh, Animo was solid from back in the field, um, but sort of done that every start now. Maybe if it draws a bit better of a barrier, you know, you might be able to settle a little bit closer and not have to make up so much ground. Obviously, the big talking point post-race was Anther. You know, did take a bit of a wide line there, but it's a straight run to that first bend. Don't think that had an impact at all on its finishing position. Um, you know, it did go quite quickly there out in front and certainly compounded there the last 100 metres. So they'll probably just try and teach it to try and conserve some of that early energy um, to see if they can get it to run out a bit longer of a sprint trip. So we'll see what Mari Eustace can do. Um, there's certainly some talented trainers, so we'll see how she bounces back now. In the Oakley Plate, you know, it was a super... Uh, race to watch and Portland Sky was another one of the sick close misses dead heating um, but it was such a brave effort up on speed I was surprised to see Portland Sky matching motors with Ancestry basically the whole way there you know they set a real solid tempo and Anders and Ancestry certainly compounded but Portland Sky was able to then kick again off that hot speed and was obviously just run down late by Celebrity Queen. Um, so hopefully, you know, take a few weeks off um, and maybe they'll target one more race with that horse because obviously return this prep with two great runs and also had a super jump out prior. So horse looks to be flying there for Matt Laurie. Also out of the race, Kemal Parza was a great honest effort there sitting off the pace to grab third you know it's a group one race and that horse is probably better suited probably that group two group three level where it's able to dictate out in front so certainly keen to follow it hopefully it's well placed dirty work was good from back in the field in the straight got tightened for room a little bit as ancestry was dropping back um, was very strong through the line so it was a nice first up effort. Brooklyn Hustle ran the meeting fastest last 400 and 200 metres. That is that that's that horse. It's always running on late. It's certainly not the type of style of horse that I'll be backing. Um, we saw it in a small field, absolutely dominate. So that's probably the, the thing you've got to watch for this horse. If it gets a nice small field, it can use that devastating turn of foot there to, to, run, to run them down. Out of the race, in the vet reports, Anders pulled up with a bit of a wound on its foot, so maybe a small little excuse there, but you know it did drop out quite sharply after trialling really well prior, so hard to trust that horse fully going forward now. And the last race of the day, Paradis, just a great iron mare. She's just so consistent and honest. You know, you'd love to own her, 
It was a great win. But in that race, Steel Prince was a super first up effort. Showed his typical tough self as we saw last prep um, in a few of those staying events. On Saturday, was caught three wide, no cover the whole trip. Approaching the final bend, looked as though it was gonna just drop out as shared ambition sort of loomed up on the outside there. Um, but just kept on fighting in the straight um, and I really liked the effort there. So going forward, happy to follow Steel Prince. Um, and one more out of that race, Angel of Truth. Been showing no early speed and just sort of drifting back, um, but did hit the line while running race faster, splits home. That's the second race in a row now where it's run the fastest last 200 meters um, in quite slick time. So. It's certainly on track for a staying event. It has raced forward previously, so we'll see if they maybe pull the trigger as it steps up in distance going forward. Moving now over to Sydney, where the races were at Rose Hill. Started on heavy ground there, but it did improve throughout the meeting. Uh, first black booker, happy to take out of the meeters in race three, Polly Gray. Um, turn today over sort of an unsuitable 1400 meter trip um, but in the straight hit the line really strongly running into a clear third last prep actually was able to run quite a good race second up over the mile finishing second to Sacconi who absolutely bolted in that day um, then had a really super consistent prep around that 2000 meter distant range so this horse loves the cut in the ground so if the rain sticks around there in sydney um, you can certainly be following that horse in race five home affairs was able to get the job done this week after dropping out late last start which was mentioned on a previous black bookers uh, maybe the surface was a little bit firmer um, I think this horse will certainly appreciate if it does get to maybe a good, uh, but you just never know what you're going to get there up in Sydney, usually quite wet. But, you know, this horse is certainly quite professional, does everything right up on speed. Um, not sure it's going to measure up with some of those smarter two-year-olds that we've seen, um, but he's certainly nice and professional, sort of reminds me a little bit like a sort of a ingratiating who was sort of leading up to the Blue Diamond, just doing everything right, real professional wins. So we'll certainly see how home affairs goes, um, measuring up to some of those stronger types. Out of that race, Rocket Tiger in behind, didn't have much luck in the straight. You know, got held up there, had to barge out and bump another one out of the way and then got a little bit wayward before being able to balance up and, and hit the line. So. It certainly didn't have the best of runs there in the straight, um, and it could possibly run a cheeky race going forward as well. In the final race there at Rose Hill, race nine, M and eight was way too strong. Um, it was a play on the day in a black booker. Uh, after its first up run there, it was three wide, no cover the trip. trip. Um, this horse can certainly continue to hold form last prep at one third up, fourth up, and fifth up. So certainly happy to follow that horse going forward after probably a, a peak performance there. Out of that run also, Flat Heaven was having first Australia run, but it was incredibly unlucky and a complete horror watch. Um, thought it was good through the line late, and we'll certainly see what odds this pops up next start, but it was very unlucky for sure.
Moving across now to Adelaide, racing was at Morfittville. Um, certainly a few that I've found on this card. In race two, Larkham won in very nice style. It was only first up today, but was able to pin the lids, find the lead quite easily. Loved how it just sort of dropped its head mid-race to settle nicely, grabbing some cheap sectionals, and then in the straight, really quickened away under hands and heels to win nice and easy there by 3.3 lengths. So liked the win of that horse first up. In race five, Cuban tonight was a play uh, for members there and just had no luck from the draw. Posted three and four wide, no cover. There was no pace in front, so the jockey sort of whipped around to lead and made an early run. Um, in the straight was certainly no match for Lord Vladivostok, wherever you pronounce that thing, um, but it was certainly an honest effort there. Um, it's going to have to try and find something suitable, but could pop up some each-way odds again there in Cuban tonight. In race six, Echo Boomer jumped well, led early, but was taken on mid-race by a horse that was caught wide, and that certainly poured some pressure into the race and made Echo Boomer work. Um, Echo Boomer then sort of just took the seat um, and loomed up strongly in the straight as that leader dropped out. Um, the 150-metre mark, the horse just looked to take a couple of awkward steps and threw the head about, losing its momentum. Um, the jockey got the horse going again late, but it was swamped um, and only lost by 0.3 lengths. So sort of threw the race away there, Echo Boomer. Um, so certainly happy to follow that horse again, won the start prior and has really been honest all prep, not finishing worse than fourth. So looks to be a horse racing in some great form there, Echo Boomer. In race seven, Rose Tiara was drawn wide and was sitting outside the leader on a quick tempo. And then, um, unfortunately, there was a riderless horse that sort of kicked up on the inside. That then posted Rose Tiara sort of three wide there. Um, and then the riderless horse actually wanted to run out to the outside rail, pushing those couple of horses up on speed quite wide on the final corner. Um, so Rose Tiara had to therefore cut back in again. Um, and ended up fighting on quite well in the straight. You know, the swoop is dominated with that sort of strong tempo with the riderless horse there being a bit of a pest. Um, Rose Tiara only lost by 1.7 lengths. I thought it was a very good effort considering all those circumstances that unfolded in the race there. So it's been thrown into the black book. In race eight, we saw Charlie Rose with an, another incredibly impressive win there. Two big staying wins in a row. What heights will this horse reach? She certainly looks a very talented stayer. Not beating much in terms of opposition. Um, so who knows how high she, she can actually reach, but looking forward to seeing where they place her going forward. And then in the last race, had a nice get-out stakes win there on Unlaced, um, who was a black booker. Um, on corner, it looked like La Richese, who was another previous black booker, was travelling better, um, but Unlaced just didn't lie down in the straight and through the line was actually the strongest pulling away again. So this is a really tough on-pace horse, which I love to see. So 
will certainly be sticking with this horse and keeping it in the black book. As mentioned, Lara Chase certainly looked to travel much better. You know, the start prior missed the kick and was back in the ruck. So back to its front running um, self today and looked to have the race at its mercy, but unfortunately just was out toughed. You know, obviously if it doesn't bump into Unlace and finds a suitable race, it can certainly be winning there, I think, Lara Chase. Going to Queensland now, up in Eagle Farm, race four, Wren's Day. Um, was awkward away today and ended up last, um, but was only first up, had to make a wide run, looping the field on cornering, and he sprinted really quickly to the leader. Um, and in the just the last 100 metres, sort of peaked on the effort, um, and that leader, uh, who was out in front, who was chasing down, just had a nice run in the box seat um, and was able to just be too strong and kick away. So Wednesday can certainly sit handy in next start. He was slow away today, so it was certainly a great first up effort and was well supported on the day. In race eight, Queen Sweeper jumped fairly away and got, ended up getting posted four wide, no cover, up on speed over this sprint trip um, in the straight just kept working solidly um, the winner ended up ducking up on the rail to win so it was a certainly good effort by queen sweeper there first up um, last prep second up was only beaten 0.8 of a length um, and then the start prior second up sorry the prep prior uh, it was only lost by 0.1 of a length running second so Certainly has run well second up previously, so we'll be following that horse. And in the same race, better get set. Jumped okay, but was sneaked back from the wide barrier and was still posted four and five wide, even though it was sort of back in the field there. Um, and on cornering, ended up coming widest in the straight. In the last 100 metres, this horse really savaged the line and was good through the line as well. So... Happy to throw that horse in the black book. Better get set there in Eagle Farm. And then the last state there in Australia uh, at Ascot over in Perth. Um, three horses to take out of that meeting. The first one in race three, Liwa. Um, jumped awkwardly from the wide barrier and had to sort of sneak back to last on the rails. Ended up taking sort of a, a rails-hugging run, riding for some luck and made up plenty of ground in the straight and was really strong past the post. So it was certainly a nice run there by Lewa in race three. In race four, the, sort of the second horror watch of the day was Amasinus was sneaked back from the wide barrier like Lewa, tried to make a rails run, but he copped a very heavy bump at the 200 meter mark, sort of hit the rail, but this horse is still able to pick up and run through the line really well, only beating 1.3 lengths. So from a better draw, it can certainly sit a bit more handier, possibly around that sort of midfield position. Um, but it was a clear forgive effort there, Amasinus. And then in race five, King Cruiser ran a brave race considering the circumstances he was in. Um, at the start, he was slow away. Missed it a length and then had to muster speed quickly to try and get up on to his sort of usual on pace position. Um, 
as he was sort of finding position there, he got posted three wide, no cover, got quite keen and pulled the jock right up to the leaders there, sitting in that wide line. In the straight, gave a decent kick there on the corner and due to the run that it had, just weak in the last 100 metres. So jumps away cleanly next start, gets a softer running transit. You can certainly be following that horse there, King Cruiser, in race five. Final race I want to touch on, we did have a play over in New Zealand. Um, Sound went over there after a good first up effort and it looked the winner in the straight, loomed up, but unfortunately another one of the sick beats on the day, nosed by a $40 pop who ducked up on the inside. So Sound has returned really well. You think they'll come back down to um, Australia now and target some of those staying events. So it's certainly in some good form there, punters sound. That sort of covers everything there on the 20th of February. Um, speak to you next week, punters.